Hello and welcome to episode 97 of the BetSocket podcast. I am New Year Scott White. And I am... I don't know, old, old year Joe Old year Joe <laughs> I was going to say it was an open goal. It's not obvious. It's just like simple. Just mm. simple stuff. Engage the brain. Get mm. it moving. It's hard for me Joe's a bit hungover. Yeah. Joe's oh. first words um, <laughs> to me when he arrives is, oh, I'm going to need some tea. <laughs> so me and gone, my wife had a wait. sip of wine last night. <laughs> <laughs> I get happy with you on the wine. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I did enjoy, enjoy drinking a whole bottle to myself. Uh, you don't give Kim any well no because we got another bottle and then <laughs> Do, the afterwards we were like oh, I still had a wee amaretto and coke after that and then, uh, you had a whole bottle of wine to coke. yourself and then that. you followed it up with a wee amaretto two amaretto and cokes yeah fuck me yeah. on a Tuesday freelance man <laughs> <laughs> how's it been recently yeah. quiet <laughs> <laughs> I'm, well, I'm glad the football's coming by let's go that way <laughs> uh, so yeah this is our um Kind of delayed end of two thousand one. Very delayed. Can I can I can I start this podcast off with a sincere apology to all our avid mm-hmm. listeners? The, yep. the lateness and sort of incompletedness of our previous months. Yeah. <laughs> because uh, basically it was a, a kind of what's the word? A perfect storm of PCR tests and kids actually getting ill, and then me getting ill, mm-hmm. and then getting lots of work at the same time, and so. Thank you for watching the two videos that I did manage to finish, right? But let's just, it's a clean slate, right? New Year. Let's pretend that never happened. It's 2021 we'll now. Go on no, with it, right? years it now? 2022. 2020. <laughs> it's 2021. We have like, the thing is, it does feel like that. We kind of lost yeah. a year somewhere. Yeah. I still, I don't know. When folks say 2020, I still think of that as like last year. Yeah. Even this year something. You still feel like a young man of 33, I not do, a, do, yeah. a wizened old, crone of 34. A 34 year old. Yeah. Turning 35 this year. Fuck's sake. I know, roughly. Anyway. Uh, this podcast is going to be a little bit different from our usual. We're yeah, we're going to. It's going to be a bit more uh, free form because we've not prepared. Well, no, <laughs> no, we have, no, 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 no. But just because we didn't do a roundup of stuff at the end of the year. Yeah. When we were, we were thinking about ideas, but then real life got in the way. We never managed to do it. So mm-hmm. we're going to talk about things we enjoyed in twenty twenty one. Yep. And maybe the occasional thing we didn't enjoy. I don't know. Have you got anything? I don't. I don't know. I enjoyed everything. enjoyed everything. No. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about obviously games because this is, let's be honest, we're meant to be about uh, video games. But we'll also talk about films or, I was going to say music, but Joe hasn't. When was the last time you listened to a new release album? Was it the last Avalanche's album? Isn't it like an album that came out the year you listened to? Uh, uh, the, the, last, the last two albums I bought were the, the new Avalanche's album, mm-hmm. the, like the new, new one, the one that came out recently. Oh, was the one that came out more recently? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, and uh, McCartney 3. McCartney 3. <laughs> Is he not into McCartney 4 now? No, he's done a remix of McCartney 3. Ah, right. Yeah. No, it's a remix. Each McCartney album has been like decades apart. So, mm. anyway. I mean, he's done more, but the ones that are called McCartney. Right, okay. Anyway. It's not very good. Even as a Maca fan. Maca. I would say McCartney yeah. 3 is a, a, a hard listen. <laughs> yeah. There's some moments of genius though. Mm-hmm. How about we start, in fact, let's start with a five minutes in heaven. Oh, okay. I've had an idea. Oh, fuck. Right. Okay, right. <laughs> I'm not ready for this. I'm not ready for this. Right, so why don't we play a game that came out in 2021 but has become an international success in 2022? Okay. Do you know? In fact, because you're not online, do you even know what game I'm referring to? If I say Wordle? Yes, because Guardian wrote a thing about it. Have you played Wordle? No, I've not. Right, okay, so get your phone. You can do this on your phone. 
Do you have to download an app? No, it's an in-browser, baby. All right, okay. This is everyone's least favourite. Uh, it's either folk really enjoy it or they absolutely fucking can't stand it. Wordle. If you go to, type in Wordle or powerlanguage.co.uk. Oh, there we go. Yep, got right, it. So you got it, right. Okay, so let me just bring up a timer. Do, 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 do. So, guess the word in six tries. Each guess must be a valid five-letter word. Mm-hmm. Hit the enter button to submit. After each guess, the colour of the tiles will change to show how close your guess was yep. to the... So a green tile will be the right letter in the right place. An orange tile will be the right letter, but not in the right a, a right letter, but not in the right place. And any other letters are invalid. But how's that work though? Because it's showing weary pills in vague. It says the letter I in the word. Yeah, so that's an example. But it says it's in the wrong spot, but it's not. It's in the right spot. No, no, but I think that's just examples of words to show you the colours. That's not saying that would be the right word. Okay. I think you'll understand it when you play it. The right. timer has begun, by the way. Oh, shit, right. What did I do so, then? I will add, so... Wait, let's do vowels first. A. So, what's interesting about this is that today's one has been very controversial e. for I a number of o. reasons. Can I just do I-O-U, right? Yeah, well, it has to be words. So, oh, you have to write a word? Oh, I can't just write letters. Right, okay. Fuck me. Um, I just, write, just start typing the letters of the alphabet in. Right, okay. So, I'll... and tell us what your guesses are. Right, you? I'm going to write Ariel. Right, mm. to get A and I out of the way. Okay. Okay, so none of them are in the in the list. So that, and you'll see in your so keypad no as well, it then removes that from your... Hasn't done that for me. Have you, have you submitted it? I, I pressed enter, and it says not what not in word list. Yeah, so that's either you've misspelled it or the word doesn't in the word list. Oh, no, there we go. Oh, right, oh, there we go. A, E and L are not in the... Okay. A and R are, so they're in the wrong place. Right, so okay. So it's got an A and R in it. Okay. Hmm. Let's do. Let's do it. That's terrible. I'm terrible. See countdown, right? Yeah. Give me a numbers round, and I will crack I, that son of a bitch. Right. You're a numbers. See, I'm, yeah, a, yeah. I'm a numbers guy. Yeah, I'm a numbers guy. Yeah. Um, Famously, you hate words. <laughs> yeah. Um. That's me and Joe and all liking words. Uh, I, th- I can't even think of a word now. You, wow. you have to. Of course, I'm hungover for this. This is not good. Joe has two minutes remaining on Mortal. Right. So this has been a really, really popular. I mean, you've read the the Guardian. Yes, article. yeah, and there's been the guy who's there's just been, there's been a knockoff, so I'll try to make money and all yeah, that a guy who actually just called the app. Mortal. I got, I got that. Yeah. Um, yeah, but a very simple idea. Um, I quite like it. I've done it for the last like sixteen days or something. Uh, I think I, I just like the idea that because like, I quite like doing a crossword, um, so it kind of appeals to that side of me, and I like how there's no clues. I start with the same word every day, though, in the same way that, you know, people play their lottery numbers, mm-hmm. like, the same time. So I start with the same word every day that I hope is going to be, uh, hopefully one day will come up. Right, barren. Okay. Oh, A and O are in the right place. Oh, right, okay. So that means the A, O, and I know where R is meant to go as well, so, ah, oh, so it's something A, something O, R. Mm. It? Can you put, yeah, you can't put the letters in. Out of order, can you? No, no. Oh, see, that's annoying because I have to see it. Back ah, that about ah, it as well, like, oh. makes it more challenging. How much time have I got? You've got two minutes left. Two minutes. Imagine if I start my feature in a featureless podcast. I know. Oh, what could it possibly be? Uh, I'm not going to give you any clues unless you beg. But even then, it would be a pretty vague clue. Keaton... Do you want one one hint that might help you? No, 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 no. Okay, okay, okay. 
could could you see yourself playing this? This is good. Every day. This is a good game, actually. Mm-hmm. I think what worked. I mean, obviously, it's not like a unique idea. I think a few folk online have pointed out there's an American, an American quiz show called Lingo or something. Oh, okay, right. Lingo. So it's not it's not Gator. I put Gator. Okay, it's not Gator. Oh, what could it be? You've got one minute and seventeen seconds left. Can you do it? So what? What try? What line are you I'm on? on? I'm on the fourth line the fourth now. Line. I think the fourth line was where I got it today. This is really hard. <laughs> yeah, Yammer, Yamor. No, no, no that's all right. <laughs> Name, Namor, the Submariner, the, the King submariner. of Atlantis. <laughs> <laughs> all right, <laughs> give it a try. <laughs> oh wait, you can repeat letters, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, oh repeat, fuck, repeat um, letters, yeah. How much time has Joe got left? 40 seconds left. It's not going to happen. 40 seconds. If you can hear any loud bird sounds, by the way, it's because we have like <laughs> windows and stuff open to record. Because Scott thinks I've got COVID. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the smell of all the like the wine and amaretto. I can't even think of a word that has. No, oh, 15 seconds no. left. 15 se- like oh. It's never going to happen. Do you want a hint? Yeah. It's an American spelling. Ah, what was it? Oh, oh no, it's color. It's color. No, it's not. It's not. That is the timer. That is the bell. Do you want to know what the word what was? What is the word? Favor. Fucking okay. There we go. Yep. The American spell. That was. It was very controversial. I think with people because it's an American spelling as yeah. opposed to a. Uh, a British Queen's English and, 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 uh, uh, on a website that has .co.uk on it as well mm-hmm. you'd expect the Queen's English in that I so. think I read the guy was from Wales originally but I mean imagine you've well, how they spell it there <laughs> <laughs> that's a good game that actually it is, it's really a, good game really very good game. simple and that's yeah. why it's the bit socket game of 2021 <laughs> how is bit socket doing no hell they, are they nominated they fucking said the best game of 2021 was a a, a browser game that came out at the end of 2021 that Joe well, played once yeah, for five minutes <laughs> got wrong yeah. it's been funny though it's like how many games did Joe actually complete that year mm-hmm. um, <laughs> so yeah we're going to talk about um, like different things we enjoyed in 2021 we've also got some great answers on Twitter as well um, did we get a- any responses on Facebook let me just we got a few check. likes didn't we I don't know uh, a couple likes doesn't mean anything though <laughs> <laughs> no it does thank you very much <laughs> 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 Scott walking it back in like a second there. see I didn't double down <laughs> I just immediately roll back it says we've like uh, yeah no we get two likes yeah. you know what that's fine Facebook you, you do you Facebook we know you're there Facebook we appreciate the support yeah um, but Twitter's where it's at like, <laughs> is it though is it <laughs> well it's, it's where it's been uh, <laughs> it's um, it's really handy now because we don't tweet as often like to actually find stuff uh, yeah. so it's a double edged sword isn't it um, ah, here we go right so what do, so we should we talk about games first because obviously we're, right, we're probably yeah. going to put together our, our best games of 2021 so I was thinking about what games I've actually played from 2021 mm-hmm. so yeah so I, I've only included on here games that came out in right. 2021 as opposed to games I have enjoyed yeah in 2021 which might be slightly different yeah mine's, mine's are very different um, but F1 2021 no sorry aye, F1 2021 mm-hmm. Metroid Dread uh, Lost Judgment mm-hmm. Yakuza 7 um, Yakuza PS5 version oh, yeah, <coughs> uh, and Balan Wonderworld are the ones that sort of 
they're the new games really that kind of came out and Didn't Sky, you buy well, Sky was Solid HD as well Did you buy Shin Megami Tensei? Yeah, I, I did actually. <laughs> I, I barely, I barely played it. I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I feel like I've, I've not fine. played it. But fake Shin Megami Tensei fan. It is great. I've, I played about five hours to be fair. It right? is great. No, it is great. But it's like, yeah. it's like any of these games. It's like if I don't have a ton of time right now, yeah, nothing's happening. Um, I don't know. What should we talk about first? I don't know. I, I can't even think of an order. Like, that's the thing. I've well, I've I've kind of written down a kind of list of. So what I kind of thought was I've written down a list of because I went through one of those Wikipedia yeah. games released in this, and I've kind of got a list of the games that were on there that I've played enough mm. of to be like right, I can form an opinion. Yeah. So Lost Judgment. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which we've talked about. Um, well, we didn't really because <laughs> we had a video about it. Didn't the video? I didn't finish it in the video. So. Really? Did we not really? No, we didn't. <laughs> it tells you I don't really check. <laughs> um, I would say Lost Judgment. Let's talk about it now. It's amazing. I think it's great. Great game. It's too. It, there's, it's too much. No, but wait, no. But the thing is, but then we defended games in the past, like Okami yeah. and all that. For when people say, mm. "Oh, it's too big," so, so right. My defense, my 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 defense is not. Oh, it's too much. It's more just that in my stage of life, right? Yeah. When I sit to play it down to play a Hungover, game. Hungover. Well, no, aging. Right. Death. It gets yeah. like half night at night. I've you know the kids are in bed and yeah. whatever we're watching the telly's finished, and I've got a wee hour to myself to play a game before I go to bed. Right. Mm-hmm. The last thing I want to do is sit through cutscenes after cutscenes after cutscenes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's a lot of that, and not just Lost Judgment, but mm. all games, right? Yeah. All new games right now, right? Which is why I got quite far in Metroid Dread because it's pretty much just straight into it. Yeah, that's right? true. Lost Judgment's an incredible game. I really do love it. Um, but there's no way I'm finishing that anytime soon because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm. I think I'm about. I'm still in chapter. But stuff is stuff has happened, and there's been a few big moments in it. Right? Still watching the first cutscene. <laughs> there's been a few big fights, especially there's one yeah. in particular that, in fact, there's, there's a big chase through the school that was straight out of a Jackie Chan film. Yeah. amazing. Did you do the, Have you done the fight outside the coffee shop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that yeah. Was really oh, cool. that's so good. It's like I think it's a really good game. I think there's a lot great, of stuff to it. Great game. But yeah. it does feel a bit like... Like, I remember the sensation when I first played... It was, like, the second Batman game. It was Arkham, Arkham City. Ar- Arkham City. Mm. When, like... Because Arkham Asylum was pretty tight. Yeah. Fairly linear yeah. game. And then Arkham City, you got into the first rooftop and then suddenly there were symbols everywhere about yeah. what you are going to do. Which yeah. obviously is now the template for a lot of, like, yeah, yeah. Assassin's Creed games and Ubisoft games and a lot of other games in general. Open world games. And Lost Judgment, I feel like, just has a wee bit too much of that, mm. in that you know what you're meant to do, yeah. but there's tons of other stuff. And the game kind of says, oh, to unlock certain things, you're going to have to progress multiple things at once. Yeah. And occasionally, what you're saying is, if you're sitting down and you've got your time poor, in terms of like, right, I can play the game for an hour, yeah. you kind of want to feel like at the end of the hour, you've moved yourself forward in some yeah, way. So you're yeah, like, yeah. Oh, when I sit down next time, there'll be this new thing to discover yeah. or unlock or do... And you're like, like just sitting and doing dance competitions. Yeah, doesn't necessarily interest me as much. Well, the thing is, all this stuff does interest. But like, it's good, but right. yes. Walk away. It's done something well in that it's kept most of the side stuff in the school, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like at least that's one. There's one location where you know, right? Side stuff is there. Yeah. Main stuff is in the big city, right? The the the. I think the thing that's holding me back from playing it as much as I played Judgment mm-hmm. is that the stuff that you can do in the big city isn't quite as close together as it was in Camarocho, right? Yeah. So I, I could happily, what you're saying about progress, I, I could happily have a whole night playing Judgment and not progress the game at all. Mm-hmm. But I was running about the city just doing yeah. stuff in it. But it was, I was having fun because I wasn't feeling like, oh, for God's sake, I have to troll from one end to the other, whatever like that, right? Yeah. This one's just 
just big enough where I'm thinking, oh, do I really? I mean, you can see but why they introduced the skateboard. The skateboard, the yeah. skateboard is good, actually. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, I do like the yeah, skateboard. Yeah. So, so I, can't, I can't fault it. It's a great yeah. game. I'd say Lost Judgment, definitely a great game. Yeah. Combat is oh, very it's good. It's the best it's been um, in a user game. It's so good. The new style is incredible. Yeah. Snake style. Mm-hmm, yeah, I, I actually feel like Snake style almost feels like you're cheating. Yeah. It's so, it's so yeah, good. Yeah. Um, so I would I would personally say that's definitely one of my games oh, of, of the year. But yeah. maybe with... I think I don't think I've got a game of the caveat. year. If I did right. have a game of the year, it'd be controversial. So I'm not going to say well, it's a game of the year. You, I mean, so. again, because you're <laughs> offline, yeah. you wouldn't have seen it, but um, I think it was a Nintendo Life. Someone wrote an article defending Balan. Oh, right, uh, Wonderland, and <laughs> uh, On the Switch, though? Ooh. They got slagged quite... Uh, I mean, I, I, don't, I, I can't speak to which version. I'm assuming it probably was the Switch version. Uh, it's rubbish in the Switch. Um, but yeah, it was quite a... Uh, it was quite the controversy. Was it? But like everyone on Twitter, it's that controversial. Well, that's anyway. Because folk yeah, just yeah, like yeah. complain. Um, Metroid Dread, great game. Right, great game. I've Love completed it. it. You've not. I've not finished it. it. Um, but I've got. I've got quite far in it. Um, yeah. I, I honestly kind of the opposite side of Lost Judgment, where it's a game that I would say is pretty focused oh, right. on yeah. like getting from yeah. the, the the start to the finish. Right. It's a great game, and what I don't know what I don't know what long term long term Metroid fans mm-hmm. think of it. I think it reviewed pretty well, didn't it? Yeah, I think so, yeah. I mean, I, I've played pretty much all the Metroid games just by accident over the years. I've never considered myself a mm. huge fan of the series, but I do like it. Yeah. Um, but I've played all the 2D I ones. I love the idea of playing a game by accident. Like, you know what? You felt you tripped over on your suddenly. No, I've never, I've never, I've never, you know how folks say, right, I'm going to get into a series and we play it from the Yeah, start. it's just like you've. It's never been. It's more just like oh, over the years, I've just play played bits of it and I've ended up sort of finished Super, mm-hmm. finished uh, Fusion, finished Zero Mission. Yeah. I've never played the original or two very mm. far. Um, so I don't really count them in ones that I've played much and I've played Prime as well I've completed Prime sorry I love it yeah. um, didn't really like Prime 2 that much but Dread is up there with um, Super Metroid in my opinion mm. um, I'd say Super Metroid's a bit better just because I think I do like the look of the like pixel art yeah. more for that conveying also that. like the music in Super yeah. I think the music well, in Dread hasn't really stayed I, I, like, I like things like when you go back to the original area in Super Metroid and the yeah. music's more heroic and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really, uh, yeah, it's more kind of atmospheric Dread. It's a bit more yeah. sort of weird, like ambient noise, mm-hmm. isn't it? But it is great. It's like Other it, M was like that as well, actually. The music in that was rubbish, mm-hmm. but I mean, not rubbish, but it was more like it's like a atmospheric score rather than yeah. like. Uh, Other M was great as well, actually. Um, so in a, in a series of Great games, I think Dread is. Joe good. dropping a very controversial opinion and then just moving straight. I don't on. know if other. I don't know. I reviewed quite well as well. Folk hate other end of But I remember, the, I remember the reviews at the time were saying it was great, and I don't know. I think I it's like kind it. of seen as a bit of a. I do remember though when I first played it, and I tweeted saying, "I love that slow mo dodge," you know, and other and then Jim Let's mm-hmm. Hugbro tweeted yeah. back saying, "I wish I could slow mo dodge that game." <laughs> 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 Which is good. Anyway, but I think it's. I think it just. I don't know how to like, but I think it just works really well. Like, I think it's the best that Samus I think has moved in a game. I mm. think like the, such a smooth way yeah. of moving. The little details, like if you're near something that's kind of waist high, she'll kind of lean on yeah. it, and there's just tiny wee things <coughs> you notice that you're yeah. like, you know what? It's it's not something that's like oh blew my mind, but it's just enough to like make it feel a bit more like a physical place. Yeah, boss yeah. battles are great. Like oh. it's it's yeah. that beautiful sweet spot where like as soon as you figure out the pattern. Yeah. you can get through a boss battle without being touched but they're hard they're still what you can it's mm. not as if you can oh, just yeah. sit still and wait for the oh yeah no it's not like oh, oh, I found this yeah. corner I can stand in also they've managed to find a way to have like quote cinematic moments mm-hmm. in the boss battles without it feeling too much like a 
quick time event sort of the game's playing yeah, but there's still more of a challenge to yeah. it because you have to be looking out for the signal yeah you have to react to it and then like mm-hmm. it's just little things like the first time I think it's in the first boss actually the first time there's like a kind of cinematic moment and the boss kind of catches you I didn't realise you're still in control of Samus so yeah. you can still shoot the missile yeah that was, I was the same that's so cool it's like it is actually yeah. like a cutscene that you can play it's mm-hmm. great I mean even the final boss which I found very tough mm. Like as soon as you were used to it, mm-hmm. it, it, I think that's what I loved about it. Is like yeah. unlike because there's lots of games that you can kind of fight fight the boss the first time, beat it first time, and you're like, well, I kind of stumbled through that, but made it. Yeah. Like whenever that happens in a Dark Souls game, I'm always like, oh, I managed yeah. to defeat it first time, but mm-hmm. it was probably fluke. Whereas this, when you finally click with it, yeah, it, it makes you think like this is what the character would do, all yeah. this cool dodging yeah. and figuring it out. Yeah. So there's less like, oh fuck, I absolutely gubbed that, but somehow scraped a win. Aye. It is like you feel empowered yeah. at the end of it so I, I really enjoyed it I thought yeah. it was really good like in terms of previous ones I've played like Super mm. uh, played Prime ages ago but you, I completed Fusion did, quite I was recently I going to say you played Fusion recently yeah. and I haven't completed that so recently yeah. kind of I think Dread is better than Fusion I think Fusion a lot of people seem to really rate Fusion I, it is good I, I think what great, I do like but, about Fusion yeah. and the only thing I will say about Metroid Dread that I was like mm, is that Fusion always gave you a direction to go in like, aye, so you can bring yeah. up the map and be like I go here aye. whereas there's like occasional times in Dread where I was like right where the fuck am I going yeah but I think I enjoy that aspect of it yeah, but, it's all, it's... but it's also ironically the thing that stops me from getting back into it sometimes yeah. as well sometimes so. it'll be like oh of course yeah. I should have known that this one block aye. blows up no, and that's aye. where I need to go now whereas like with um, Fusion it'll be like oh I need to go here there's so a... I know there has to be a route no, there's a blinking dot um, on the map, in the map yeah uh, so going on from that so a game that I just completed the other day okay. Kenna Bridge oh, of Spirits yeah. on PS5 that was a Amazon wish list but um, I didn't get it <laughs> you can borrow it off me if you want um, really enjoyed it like mm. the reviews I think were pretty like okay to like you know what I mean one of those games I thought were like yeah it's fine Yeah, I think the graphics um, look nice. looks lovely yeah. looks lovely plays really well It's there's elements of it that remind me of Zelda hmm. in that oh, it's a game that high praise <laughs> well but in, in that it's that kind of you know you unlock stuff as you yeah, go. You yeah. unlock in your belly, new areas become available, and that kind of thing. But I, I feel like it is like it's just a very simple kind yeah. of like action game. But I think there's something yeah. about that though that like after like like so many games that like offer like oh there's all this depth and it gives you quite a big yeah. map to explore. Yeah. But it's not necessarily like it doesn't clutter the world at all. You can mm. go and explore the areas you're meant to be going to. Yeah. But it's not like, oh, I can go in this whole other bit and spend mm. ages on it. In fact, as you open up the game, surprisingly big. Because I remember yeah. when I was first playing, I thought, oh, I've completed whatever this task. I'll probably be moving on to the last boss soon. Mm. I've heard it's quite short. And then suddenly, actually, the, the map opened up and there's, oh, there's this stuff here I need to mm. do. And then once I did that, some more stuff. Um, combat, very simple. It's cool how you've got the... They're called... Uh, oh, what the fuck are they called? Rot. So it's the wee kind of creatures that you befriend, Pokemon. you collect. <laughs> the, the, Pokemon. the wee Pokemon. Um, and they can help power up some of your moves but it's just it's very simple mm. but I found it like really just satisfying to play Hannah watched me play quite a lot of it as mm. well um, and she really enjoyed it um, and it looks lovely it's a weird one where it's made by an animation studio did you is know it? that? Oh, see, right. that, would, that, that explains a lot so I think it's the somebody might correct me if I'm wrong but I'm pretty sure it's made by do you remember years and years ago there was a, a fan film of Majora's Mask Yes. Oh, I made by them. When I'm, the guys go, I'm speak sure, to the mask guy. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it was made by them. That, that, yeah. The team behind that, they expanded. And, but yeah. yeah, I yeah. mean, I think you can definitely tell whoever it is like is, is very confident with. Character it, it looks lovely. And like, that, yeah. um, and it's one of those ones when it finished, and I was like, oh, I'd play that. I'd, I'd play another one. Mm. And the boss battles were really satisfying. Like mm. re- again, like 
just fun to play. Uh, I'll not, give a shot, not then. too tough, but yeah. at the same time, like challenging enough so that yeah. you're like, oh, I can't just stand here and whack something. So yeah. I would, I, I, you know what? It's not going to be for everyone. <laughs> um, not one, maybe, maybe not one for everyone, but I just yeah. found like just a satisfying experience and also about ten hours long. Uh, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so enjoyed that. Uh, Returnal, which I did a video about. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Really good game. Need to get back to it mm. at some point. Like completed like a few cycles of it, and and then just. Keep getting absolutely destroyed in the level I'm at right now. Um, Disco Elysium Final Cut, one that I have played but not enough of to really form up. Is that not like huge that game? I'm pretty sure it's. I think it's one of those games you can complete relatively quickly, but there's so many different options. But I I picked up the Switch version because I have it on PlayStation, and then decided, oh, I'm going to play it on Switch, and then haven't played on Switch yet. Um, But I have enjoyed what I've played of it. Uh, Mass Effect Legendary Edition, probably the game I put the most time into. Actually, you know, I put a huge amount of time into that, and then as soon as it started. Like, I was just doing, like, potting about in it. Yeah. This is what I thought about progress. Like, I'm happy mm-hmm. just potting about in games for a while, yeah. you know? I, like, the Citadel was great. Mm-hmm. And then going to, like, random planets and going in the, the Mako, the Mako or whatever. Yeah. And just doing weird, just, like... I don't know. Weird shit. <laughs> yeah, just, like, finding, like, abandoned outposts yeah. and all that kind of... Mm-hmm. I love all that. But then as soon as it's, like, right, you can go to these three planets and do these three things and I've just not done them yet. Like, yeah. that's I've just not... Because I'm like, oh, I, I, I need to do this first. I need that first. I, so I'd rather, I don't know, I just like, I like just cutting about the galaxy and the Normandy and whatever. Yeah. It's a great game, great game. So I can see why folk love it so much. Yeah. I'm, I'm just not into the plot in any way yeah. at all. I like the world a lot. <laughs> but that, that might become more of a problem then, if you're not as into the plot. Aye, I think, I mean, that's what I've heard the second and third one. But I do, I feel like it's like, I don't know, like Moby Dick. It's one of these things that you have to, you're meant to finish at some point in your life, aren't you? You're meant to read Moby Dick, you're meant to play Mass Effect. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? Yeah, that's it. Wow, Citizen um, Kane and all that. <laughs> but I'd probably say, it's, I, I would say, although obviously there are three games that came out before twenty twenty one. Yeah, um, it's probably maybe one of my choices for like just the yeah. thing I put the most time into yeah. and enjoyed. Yeah, um, Shimigami Tensei Five. We can talk a wee bit about that. We'll, we'll talk, but let's talk mean, about it. It's a good I mean, game. It's I great. think, it's, I, I it. think it also looks amazing on Switch. It looks like, amazing. I, there are a few reviews that were like, "Oh, it's pushed the Switch a bit too hard," and I can see that. Mm-hmm. But I don't care. Uh, seriously, yeah. I've, I've, there's not been a moment where, I've, I, you know, I can notice the frame rate dropping. Yeah. There's not one time where it's been like, oh, this is really ruining my enjoyment of this yeah. beautiful looking <laughs> demon filled apocalypse. But yeah. uh, I think it's one slight downside for it. <gasps> right. It's a great right. game. Great mm-hmm. game. And I do like how ambitious it is to finally realise the Shin Megami Tensei thing of being in. Mm. an apocalyptic world and all that as opposed to the old ones where it was a wee icon on a apocalyptic looking mm-hmm. map yeah but the old ones were a lot faster right mm-hmm. to get in and out of fights yeah and all that. whereas this one it's like right you're wandering about a 3D world you go up to the big 3D body go loads the battle screen quite fast obviously but then every time you do something it's like animation and all that kind of stuff whereas like CC and Shin Megami Tensei 4 yeah I mean you play that mm-hmm. you can rattle through about a million fights yeah that's true in a minute because mm-hmm. it's they're so quick because it's all just sprite based and that's yeah. there's, there's something to be said for simple sprite based uh, mm-hmm. sort of RPGs which is why I've been kind of interested in that I've not played it but you know Square sort of just released um, what's it called Dungeons Encounters or something like that mm-hmm. you've seen it it's uh, like an ul- so, ultra 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 paired back RPG it's literally just it's like squares on a board. It's like a board game oh, really? RPG, but mm-hmm. it's literally just squares on a board, and you you move your little static character forward, 
get into a fight, roll dice, and mm. whatever. But it's meant it, it, it's meant That's to be great. Idea. Edge gave it a good wee write up, and it's, mm-hmm. it's really simplistic, but it looks fantastic. What was that game on 3DS? Crimson Crimson Shroud. Crimson Shroud. Not quite. Not. It's, it's even simpler than that. Really? Like, that was a fucking pain in the ass. That game. Uh, like yeah. random drops that you had to get off enemies to progress. Yeah. And I remember the fuck my first way through it. I got the random drop first time. Mm. I thought, oh great. And then when I played it again, like 30 fights yeah. later, I was like, I still don't yeah. have the one item I need to keep going. Um, but yeah so there's something to be said for I don't know like not going down the sort of super high production values route mm-hmm. but at the same time I do really appreciate yeah what they did with Shin Megami Tensei 5 so I don't really know what the answer is so, I think because yeah. it follows after Persona 5 so ah, they had to really call like, out although I, I will say Persona 5 is like menu design stuff is way cla- like this is a very straightforward kind yeah. of menu setup, and yeah. it's but apparently it's been the best selling Shin Megami Tensei game. Doesn't, doesn't surprise so me. Doesn't surprise I think it's probably going to like continue in that format. Yeah. But yeah, no, I I, I do agree. I, I I really enjoyed yeah four. Um, but I I'm yeah. really enjoying five. And you've put you've got Nocturne, don't you, for the Switch? Yeah. I do. You know what I mean, though. But I mean, it's even in that, even though it's three D and stuff, mm-hmm. because you're moving about the map as a wee icon and stuff. It's kind of generally you move out quite, quite yeah. You know, get to place to place quicker and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does, mean, it does mean it does mean that survival and sort of having the right stuff on you to survive a trek from one end of this giant map to the other or not is, is a bit more important mm-hmm. um, no it's a great game really good game I'm, I'm looking forward to putting more time into it at some yeah. point yeah. No, I'm really enjoying I it I think see when I start commuting again more mm-hmm. like getting the train to work instead of driving and stuff I'll be yeah. playing my Switch a lot more and that's when yeah, I'll yeah. be really you'll be embarrassed folk looking over your shoulder and seeing like you've got the big green willy in the chariot <laughs> I think I'm talking about it. <laughs> just you <laughs> just folk look at it that guy get a big green one. <laughs> F1 2021. F1 2021. Great game. Mm-hmm. It's uh, probably was. I'm probably not going to buy another F1 game now, right? Because I feel like it's so feature complete. And you, and you buy one every year. Well, no, but I've, I've I've played a few, right? Yeah. I'm glad Chris bought me it, but it's basically because mm-hmm. EA have bought Codemasters, right? Mm-hmm. So even though this one came out after they bought them, this was like the last non EA developed F1 game. Mm-hmm. So you can tell from next year onwards it's going to be nickel and dimed to nothing now. EA like, tracks. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, they still do be... EA tracks. No, I don't, I don't think so. Probably not. But you know what I mean? It's going to be like the FIFA Ultimate Team. I'm sure they're going to try yeah. some way. You load it up, Kasabian starts playing as... Um, uh, yeah. yeah. Whereas this is like the last pure Codemasters F1 game, really, even though it's got EA's name in the box. So I'm pretty sure this is going to be the last great one as well, which is good because they've filled it to the gunnels with stuff. It's not only is it the biggest F one season ever, mm-hmm. and they've, they've actually they added in the extra tracks from this season that were allowed at the last minute mm-hmm. for free, which oh, is cool. cool. Um, and it's also got this really great story mode, which takes in three seasons. What well, well, you start in the end of twenty nineteen season in F two, mm-hmm. and then you go through twenty twenty season in F one, and then twenty twenty one season. So it's it's like a huge amount of yeah for, for you know and the story was actually you know it's it's quite light story stuff you know. But it's good. It's really good fun. Cause do, do you pick a driver to go or are you someone? No, you know, you're given something to go but you can choose your team. Yeah, You, you choose your team um, and the team, obviously the team you choose in F2 dictates who you end up with in F1. Mm-hmm. It's a bit like who you choose to marry in Fantasy Star 3. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way I think of it. What, what team do you choose? Uh, I chose... Can I guess? I'm going to say... You're going to get it wrong because there's only like four teams. You, can, you, can't, you can't choose the top tier teams. Oh, so you can't exactly. go like McLaren or something. I mean, you can do that if you play career mode. You can choose. Right. Okay, I don't know then. But uh, so I've I've, went, I've ended up in Aston Martin because Morrison's. <laughs> Morrison's. <laughs> um, I chose Aston Martin. Cash conveyor. Thinking, oh, that means I can drive alongside Sebastian Vettel, but no, 
it means that I replace Sebastian Vettel. Oh, right. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, uh, well, I think so. Because uh, uh, um, you're, you're giving a teammate as well who's kind of like your rival. And there's another guy who apparently was in a previous F1 game and was a bit of a dick, but he's like a proper villain in this one. It's so funny. What do you mean a villain? Well, because like... Like spilling oil? Oh, well, no. Right, I'll give you an example. So, quote, about, Busting your I'd thighs. say about three or four races in, there's a, there's a, there's a, a cutscene mid-race where you and your teammate are going side by side in a, a corner. And then this guy, Devin Butler. This, <laughs> this guy, uh, Devin Butler. Butler. He comes up alongside the two of you, so it's three cars side by side and kind of rams you. You, you get rammed off the road in the, in, the, in the sort of scuffle. And then afterwards in the interviews, all like cocky, like, yeah, he's just a rookie. And, uh, wow, I hate that Devin Butler. But it's, 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 it's such a funny... Because obviously they can't have like folk shouting and swearing in a, you know... <laughs> rain. Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> so it's all pretty light but but the good thing about the story yeah. mode is that it gives you little it's like little 10 minute chunks of F1 game so you're mm-hmm. not having to play 50 laps or whatever it's, yeah. it's like you get an objective like uh, catch up with your teammate in 5 uh, laps or cool, right. uh, see your tyres through for these laps before you have to pit and all that kind of stuff and mm-hmm. it's those little challenges that, and that, so the story mode is really well designed for yeah, it's not if like- you've never played an F1 game and you're even half interested, I'd say this is the one to get, because next year it's going to be shit. Who knows what's going <laughs> to You be. can just tell. Yeah. That sounds, yeah, that sounds yeah. good. Um, we've both played Great Ace Attorney Chronicles, I think. No, I bought it. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost the same thing. Um, yep, that's, really that's one of those ones that I bought thinking, right, I, I want to play this, I definitely want to own it. If I don't buy it day one, I'm never going to get, get it. it. Yeah, so, that's yeah, true. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean... It's very good. Yeah. It is very good. Well, you reviewed it, eh? Yeah, yeah I did. Yeah. Um, Hannah really enjoyed it. Uh, Axiom Verge 2. Never played the first one, it. so... I've yeah. played the first one, really enjoyed it. Picked up the second one, enjoying it as well, but can I get stuck at the bottom of a big water pit? Mm. And I can I need... I, yeah, I don't know you, you, have to, you have to wall jump out of that. <laughs> uh, it's, it's a metro. That's where I got stuck in, so... <laughs> um, no, in fact, no, there's bits where you control a wee robot thing mm. in what might either be a parallel dimension or something, I don't know. I'd like for some reason I just can't get past this but like you know when you mm. just hit a bit in a game you're like I just can't get past this yeah. so I need to take some time away and then get back to it um, but it's good looks lovely looks mm. lovely uh, Psychonauts 2 which I've played a fair whack of I forgot that I really enjoyed yeah. I know so many games like it's weird quite a few games did yeah. come on Twitter yeah. um, really enjoyed Psychonauts 2 um, re- Bowser's Fury I keep forgetting because oh, it's yeah, not really a new game it's like kind of, a bit... oh, yeah, good point yeah. Bowser's Fury oh man shit let me just Right in. Oh well, let me just finish. Psychonauts two. Right, it's good. Right, and just because right. you're talking about a platformer there, so I was like, yeah. oh shit. Uh, yeah, yeah Bowser's Fury, mm-hmm. which is great. Great actually. game. Oh man, I've, I need to 100 percent actually. Barry, Barry, our friend Barry said it's mm-hmm. worth 100 percent. So I've yeah. done that. Yeah, but uh, fin- even if it's finishing it, it's great fun. Um, mm-hmm. Love that. The only thing, the only thing is, I'd prefer the way Mario controls in the sort of. 64 style yeah you know where, where you're not having to hold a button to run mm-hmm. but apart from that good game yeah looks lovely as well it looks amazing oh man uh, what a scale yeah it's like one of those ones where when you play in handheld you don't because it's like half the frame rate and all that kind of stuff when you play in your telly it, just, it does feel like a proper I'm going to use the word sumptuous experience oh. <laughs> Bowser's never looked better Bowser's never Bowser's never looked better <laughs> It's really, it is really good. That's a good one. That's a good one to yeah. remember. Um, what else have we got? Tales of Arise. Yeah, you played that. Tales mm-hmm. of Ars. Tales of Ars. <laughs> uh, yeah, really good. It, cause it seems like the Tales of series kind of folk were finally been. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it's better. It's funny that's kind of come around at the time where I'm like, uh, I'm 
not really but because I, I went mm-hmm. through a lot of Tales games you see that was good I really haven't just, played one for quite a while aye. so for me I was like oh I'm used to it's, yeah. it's less because uh, yeah. uh, I mean it's the same fucking story it's the same aye. oh there's another world oh space uh, yeah. <laughs> we're going to the moon yeah. uh, every single time yeah. Um, but yeah I think it's I, I genuinely really enjoy it one mm. big game that I've not played actually well I say big game big for me I've not played the latest uh, Ease game is it Monstrum Nox oh, or yes, whatever? Oh, yes, yes, Because so yeah. I was kind of like, oh, I'll pick it up on Switch yeah. and I've yet to Did play you play, did, see the one I got you? Was that, is that a remake of the first one or something? He's like Origin, yeah. What is that one? Aye. Yeah, it's like a remake of okay. Origin. It's good? great, Aye. loved it. Because I've got the original first one on my PC Engine Mini yeah. and it's good, but what's good about that? It's quite different. It's, it is more like a, I mean, it is an RPG, but it is like just a kind of action game. Yeah, really right, well, the first one on the PC Engine, the original release, mm-hmm. you don't fight baddies, you just walk into them until one of you dies. That's, oh it, fucking like no, is it, it not a Final Fantasy I like, don't know. The, the, like the first Final Fantasy on Game Boy or something oh, or right, am I thinking of um, you th- Thingy of Mana or something, something no you're thinking about um, there's one game that does that there's a game that does that I know, I know what you're I, some but it, it's, you know it's funny because yeah. it's like oh that's a shame but at the same time it also means that you level up really quickly yeah because <laughs> yeah. um, you just bash into baddies until yeah. you level up um, go back to the town and I'll need to pick that up at some mm. point um, I've also Forza Horizon 5 I think was it 5 was it 5 yeah yeah I had a shot at that one yeah. um, really good fun I mean it's just exactly like the last one except set in uh, Mexico the, um, the style of that whole game just puts me I don't know it just puts me off completely I, I really enjoy it but I just hit that point where I just get like bored Aye. with it. It, it it's not the game's fault it's more to do with me like I enjoyed the novelty of a racing game yeah. up to a point do you think you'll end up getting Gran Turismo oh yeah, yeah. I probably will get that I yeah. think that's the kind of thing though that there's enough different things go- like mm. it is more like a, a racing yeah. game as opposed to like alright yeah. you've done re- I mean, it's that kind of thing that I've said in the podcast it was like the weird line between you like somehow being an employee of this place and also a racer <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and having to drive yourself yeah, to like yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's weird yeah. um, I played quite a lot of the Halo Infinite multiplayer mm. so not I've not played a single second of the single player yeah. zero interest yeah. in the continuing adventures of Master Chief I think most people are, the multiplayer is where it's at for, for Halo that's, I think the, that's it, what kept yeah, people playing has been. Um, really good fun like mm. it's still not quite but I, for me if I was to say like my favourite kind of first person shooter online mm. yeah. is probably Titanfall 2 mm. this is closer to that mm. but it's still not as fast Titanfall 2 I think is one of those ones where I'm like it just did, it is excellent did like, you get Time Splitters 2 working on your Xbox? yes I do I think they've released a thing to change the aiming because the aiming was like why it was like no matter what you did with sensitivity or whatever it was like yeah. like are you but that, apparently they've adjusted uh, it to make it a bit more reasonable I'm thinking about buying that for the GameCube actually I, I, I didn't realise it came out in the GameCube I, I, originally, so. I completely forgot to add yeah, Time Splitters yeah. 2 but yeah Time Splitters 2 um, yeah. it's great to sit and play like mm. I, I love when they release like oh, I mean it has own yeah. game you know what's gotten is they've said they're not doing any more battles compatibility stuff and they've still not added Jet Set Radio features to it. But haven't they so. said that a few times, though? And they said it once. They, they, they said this time, right, this is it, by the way. That's all you're getting. I mean, they added quite a lot they of did, stuff. They, they did. And it's great fair play to them. It's one of the things that Microsoft have really, you know, kicked the arse at yeah. Sony for. Because I picked um, up um, Knights of the Public 1 and 2 and mm. The Force Unleashed and Force Unleashed 2. And mm. I'll tell you what, I had a great couple of days completing both of the Force Unleashed games. <laughs> like, at the time, I remember, oh, what that is a shite. Yeah. But there is, there is genuinely something now about those kind of just mid-tier action games well, that are just hack and slash games and that's it talking about mid-tier action games yes from yesteryear mm-hmm. this is not a 2021 game but okay. the other day for this price of sum of £5 
Mm. I got uh, Bloodstone, <laughs> the James Bond game. And I've been was, that the, was, that, was that the first one that actually had Daniel Craig in it? No. Was Daniel Craig actually in it? Yeah, he was in a few. He was in fucking Quantum of Solace that you had. The game? Yeah. I don't have the Quantum of Solace game. You had the Quantum of Solace. Back in the, back in the flat at uni. Fucking hell. Fair yeah. play. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. It's a good game. <laughs> and, and, and it's one of those ones that's like a real shame that Bizarre died. That was the last oh, game. Was yeah, that the last game? That was the last game. Along with Blur. Bizarre. I think they were... Um, Blur came out and then a few months later Bloodstone mm. and then they were given the they were shut, shut down after that did they, make, not, did they work on the club as well? yes yeah. so mm. Bloodstone is kind of like a combination of Blur with yeah. the kind of action racing and the club's third person shooting yeah um, and it's, it's it's basically an Uncharted game mm. but without any of the slow bits in an Uncharted game mm-hmm. It's you know, how there's a, you know how when you play Uncharted you always get to the bit where it's like ah oh, there's a door it's locked and yeah. you find a way oh and you look up and there's like a sort of maze like yeah. route around where, and it, it's none of that shit right? it's every like, door's unlocked well yeah, yeah you just bash through every door if you play it in easy mode like I'm doing right mm. you don't even need to worry about aiming it's amazing right <laughs> <laughs> not, <laughs> not, James Bond just throws the ball. no no, no, no you can play it like a standard third person shooter right but mm. if you if you press the square button that's like a take down like he does like, a melee attack which yeah instantly takes down MD within a within mm. James Bond's vicinity, right? You don't even need to worry about combos and like literally you press the button, they're down, right? Yeah. And when you take down you, you get a wee like a wee bonus icon thing for everybody you take down and you mm. can store up to three and see when you've got them, yeah. You automatically lock onto people's heads when you shoot. <laughs> so it means that you can if you play in easy mode, it means you can run up to folk Take down three guys and then immediately pop off three headshots straight away, <laughs> and then just run to the next slot. And just it, keep. But no, but yeah. it, what's good about it is it, it makes you feel. I'm going to say this in my review. I'm doing. I'm reviewing it by the way, right? All right, okay. Uh, is that a threat? No, no. What, what, what's good about it is it you, you don't feel like you're playing as James Bond. You feel like you're kind of guiding Daniel Craig's James Bond through an action scene, right? Yeah. Like you're and, let, and, let, and letting him just take care of his, own, you know, because yeah. he's, he's a kind of he's quite a capable man, you know. So like, is this? So is this game instead of like you fantasizing that you're James Bond? I playing it. Are you fantasizing that you're friends with James Bond? <laughs> no, like I you're, you're, you're on, a, later, on a Bluetooth head, uh, headset, yeah. like no, talking to your friend I'm, I'm, James. It's Bond. one of those games I've always been curious about. It. It looks incredible for mm. a PS3 game. One of those ones where like we didn't really, we've not really made a huge amount of progress. I know we kind of have, but we also haven't since the PS3. Like the era. I don't mm. know. Like it looks incredible. Apart yeah. from the faces, look a bit. They look a bit like you remember when you first saw a Dreamcast in demo mode in a Wolves and it had Vulture Tennis and Tim Henman turned up. Yeah. And you went, "Oh, so Tim Henman." Mm. Uh, <laughs> it's yeah. kind of like, like that. Judy Dench turns up. And you're like, "Oh." Yeah. Everyone always talks about the Uncanny Valley. And by that point, you were like, "No, nah, we're fine. <laughs> I can figure that out." Yeah. Um, just quickly, you actually saw me play it briefly there. The Gunk. Oh yeah. Which I was playing just came out the end of near the end of last year. Really good fun. Quite. Um, it's just nice. So yeah. another one of those, it and Kenna are those games where, as you play, you bring greenery back to the world. Mm, which is always it's a genre of game. Okami is one of my favourite. Uh, yeah, it's quite good fun. Yeah, that's it. That's, yeah. I think that's apart from obviously having forgotten Bowser's Fury. I think that's but we've, there's one that well there's one Balan Wonderworld. I haven't mentioned that. Yeah. Did you do a video about that? I did a review. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think folk quite. I think folk kind of like the video I did actually because yeah, um, I think t- ten folk watched it. 10, ten thumbs up. <laughs> I think folk a lot of comments were like, oh, "It's nice that you like to enjoy, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that kind of thing." It's nice to like things, isn't it? That's a weird one. I don't know. Like, I didn't realize how 
hated it was. I don't know. I've, I remember folk looking for. I was looking forward to it as well because Yuji Naka was involved and yeah. uh, Naoto Oshima, the guy that designed Sonic as well, and Knights. So like, okay, it was kind of a spiritual successor to Knights, and, mm-hmm. and then uh, a lot of the reviews. There were kind of like five or six out of tens, or you know, mm-hmm. from from good publications, like yeah. you know, good reviewers. They, they were kind of they saw before it was mm-hmm. like a Dreamcast era 3D platformer that tries a few things. Yeah, has a kind of idiosyncratic. I don't know, nature to it with the whole collecting costumes and every button doing the same thing and all that. Yeah. It's a good, it's a lovely wee game and what's nice about it is it's, it's, it's not challenging in a <laughs> difficulty way. Yeah. But it's challenging in a, you, 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 you do have to think, oh, I can go back to that level with this costume and do this and, and mm. it's that kind of game where, like Donkey Kong 64 or Banjo-Kazooie or something yeah. like that where you're, you're collecting things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I like I kind of like collecting up games, so hmm. yeah. No, I, I I don't know what to say about it because I I didn't realize it was such a like, massive Sometimes controversial you say thing. Best. <laughs> you say nothing at all. But no, but you, you, you see on all the recommended videos on a review of it, yeah. it's all these other like Balan Mother Worlds, a shit, a dumpster fire, and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and all the usual sort of hyperbole. Yeah, you see, and I'm like, what what game did they play? I do realise though if you played the Switch version <laughs> play the Switch right, and I do say this in the review because I played the demo on the Switch version and it was awful it ran terribly things mm-hmm. just it just looked awful Yeah, it was slow it was glitchy but playing on PS5 it's really it looks really nice it's a solid frame rate so something else I enjoy films films yeah I enjoy films yeah, me too I've um, been in cinema a lot this year so again uh, you, you <laughs> probably have actually uh, been like, just to see um, fucking Clifford the Big Red Dog or whatever yeah, four yeah. times or something. Um, I'd actually go and see Clifford the other day. Which, I mean, I take it you've seen Mark Kermode's thing about how the dog's... Clifford the Big Red Dog is too big. <laughs> <laughs> that was his genuine criticism. was like, yeah, if it's in a room, it's just too big to be in the room. <laughs> Tom and Jerry. Okay. <laughs> What's say if they're going to battle or Okay, yeah. No, it's Tom and Jerry. Rubbish apart from one great joke. Okay. Which I'll spoil for you now. Right, right? go for it. Tom is in Central Park. Mm-hmm. Playing, uh, he's got sunglasses on and he's busking playing a keyboard, right? Mm-hmm. And he's got a big crowd. Of, it's live action people, but the the animals are all cartoon, yeah. right? And, and he's got a crowd of people all like loving his music and they're giving him money and all that. And Jerry comes along, ruins his day, mm-hmm. and Tom chases him, takes his sunglasses on, chases him, and then <laughs> somebody in the crowd says, "Hey, that's not a blind keyboard playing cat." It's just a regular cat with <laughs> And I laughed out loud. And it's the only good joke in the whole yeah. film. The rest of the film is rubbish, but that joke is really good. Uh, Dogtanyan, pure shite. Terrible. I couldn't even have told you that. Came terrible out. film, terrible. Okay. In fact, so bad, in fact, that I could see the glitches in the animation. In oh, it. really? Like, the, the left, like, little like, rendering issues, the kind of things that <laughs> I would get caught out for, yeah. like, doing for... They just left it, just fucked They just left it in. Like, yeah. you know, that's how cheap it was. Uh, Daisy Quaker, world's dangerous, world's scariest animal. Fuck! I have no. I have right. no this is, are you making these up? No, 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 no. It's a canon. This film, a film came out called <laughs> Daisy Quaker. But um, Sam Neill does a voice in it and everything. It's, it's a that big, doesn't mean anything. It was made in. It's a, it's a New Zealand film animation, oh, but right. it's actually quite a heartwarming wee story. And what was quite good about it was that it came about at the same time that we were watching The Floor Is Lava with Jamie on Netflix. Mm. You ever see that? So he was getting into that, and mm-hmm. and the the last sort of section in the film is like essentially the floor is lava. Mm-hmm. So Jamie was just loved it. So no, um, Ron's gone wrong. Oh yeah, I've watched that. It completely exceeded my expectations. Really good film, and if you like me are slightly 
grumpy about the internet, then Ron's Gone Wrong is a film for you, let me tell you that. Let it's... me just find my review of Ron's Gone Wrong. So oh, did you see it as well, yeah? Yeah, I've seen oh, it. Yeah. We watched it when it came on uh, Disney+. Plus. Is that a Disney film? Uh, I don't know if it's a Disney film, but Disney own it. No, oh, so you know do. what I mean? Like, of course they fucking do, don't they? <laughs> they own everything, don't they? Ron's Gone Wrong, I gave it two and a half stars. Oh. Uh, and I said, films like this are usually redeemed with an interesting aesthetic, but this was pretty bland throughout. Fine for what it is, but leagues behind the Mitchells versus the Machines. That's which has pretty much the same right, plot, okay. but, seen that, but was made by I think it's the same studio that did Into the Spider Verse. So, ah, okay, in, okay, so similar enough. plot, but the Into Aye. the Spider Verse, like yeah. it just looks yeah. much better. Um, no, I like the one's gone wrong. Fine, I felt the one's gone wrong was good because it, it 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 showed that the internet's not all that great a place to spend all your time and all your, mm-hmm. you know like things like I I'm, I'm very I'm very anxious about the way kids use. Internet and you know that kind of stuff, and um, I felt I felt what was good about that was it was very important to really hammer home that you can, your reputation and your your mm. life can be really made miserable by people bullying you online. Like there's mm. a wee girl in it who's very popular for the first half of the film, and then some silly happens to her. Yeah, and they start filming it and sharing clip of it and all that kind of stuff, and, mm. and it's like, well, that it's pretty important the kids see that that you know, you yeah, be nice online and all that, or, or as they learn just don't spend all your time online and you have a better life and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, mm-hmm. good film. Uh, what else did I see? I did have a list in my head, but... Um, oh, I fucking Encanto. Mm-hmm. You've seen that, haven't I've you? I've seen Encanto. What did you think of it? I thought it was all right. It was all right. I thought it looked okay. It was nothing... Like, I feel like, for me, like whether or not I enjoy a Disney film like that is all down to... D- d- are the songs any good? Mm. And I was like, I think the people singing are good, but I thought the songs were pretty the forgettable. Songs were, the first rubbish. song kind of stuck with me a wee bit. I can't. Um, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't hum it but, right now, which is. Um, it, it, I thought, was, it was just you know, fine. You know what? It's the, it's one of the. This is a sign of ba- a bad film, right? <laughs> Jamie, who is actually pretty good at just sort of going along with a kids' film. Yeah. He actually asked me many times through. I was like, "What's happening? Like, what's actually?" And you, and I found it really hard to explain yeah, as an adult. What's actually happening? I think happening? it's difficult because like the obviously not, but it's pretty new in it. But like, it's essentially, it's it's not set up and maybe in the way that some more recent Disney films are where there's like a, a very obvious either like disaster or baddie in it. Yeah. In that, it's more of a like like. Yeah, but it's more. It's more just yeah, like, yeah, things like you don't. I don't know. There's a bit where she goes into like the, the woods and whatever, and I was like, and, and Jamie's like, why is it she going there? And yeah. I couldn't answer this question. I was like, I don't really know, Jamie. To be honest, I don't. Yeah, sorry, son. I've let you down. Like, <laughs> I don't know. There's just a lot of really confused storytelling in it. I don't know. It's just yeah, not. I would say comparing yeah. that to Luca, which also came out, which I need this to see. Year. I, had, I only saw, some I, of I saw a bit of it. Luca, I really enjoyed Luca. I think Luca almost had. Obviously, it's not as good as a Ghibli film. Um, but it's got that kind of like vibe to it where it's like here's something that's a bit off kilter like Ponyo something that's a bit yeah. off kilter but then very much set in like a real wee place yeah, and yeah. it has a nice like feeling right. to it I like the kind of um, the kind of um, Italian aesthetic it's where the director kind of said he mm. kind of spent his summers and yeah. in that kind of place and I, th- I really enjoyed it I, th- mm. I think it's also like it is nice to have like a really nice positive example of like two like boys getting on really uh, well to get showing yeah. that kind of nice kind of like relationship. Yeah. Um, it does have it doesn't have too much of the usual like oh like loads of dead parents. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's mentions of, but like I, I would say uh, like it kind of veers away from that, which yeah. is pleasant because it's very tiring to watch some Disney stuff where 
there are so many dead parents. Aye. To the point where like a lot of Hannah's little games involve like, oh, this is this character, Aye. her parents are dead. Aye. And it's like it's like, of course, because that's the plot in every fucking yeah. Disney movie. Yeah. It's like it's the immediate thing to do to get people Aye. emotional yeah. is like immediately kill off someone. Yeah. And it is it just gets very tiresome yeah. the more you experience it yeah, and you're like, yeah, fuck me, can we not just go two minutes yeah. and no half that? <laughs> Even Ron's gone true. wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Ron's gone true. wrong. Do it yeah, as well yeah, when he's yeah. like, "Oh, I wish Mum was here." Ah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And you're yeah. like, "Oh no, just fucking be a movie." Yeah. Like, and I know obviously it's important because there are of course children. Yeah, yeah. And no, adults no. who go through the like really tough times when they lose like a parental figure. But I think sometimes as well we sometimes watch things to like disassociate from yeah. reality as opposed to constantly being reminded yeah. of. Hmm. Like, oh, this is really sad. Yeah. But look, I would yeah. look. I really enjoyed that. Um, the Crudes too. I saw mm. that. Isn't, it, isn't it Cage still in it? Yeah, 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 wow. yeah. Um, what a daft question, of course, yes. It's, you know, there's, it's, there's some really funny bits in it, but it's a terrible film. <laughs> it, it reminds me a bit of, um, do you remember another Mark Kermode review years and years ago? I think it's one of the Madagascar films. I'm pretty sure he said, it was, I think he said it as a joke, but he said like something like Madagascar is the death of narrative cinema. Mm-hmm. And that's what, I, I couldn't stop thinking about that. I think that's what he said. I couldn't stop thinking about that all the way through. Because yeah. it was like, it was such a disjointed Mm. It was like that was another people. Jamie was like, he was, I think he liked it because it was funny. Yeah, but he was just confused about what what, what they're doing, you know? Mm-hmm. Because it was just like a, it was like a sketch show more than a film, you know? Oh really? Um, there was a couple of funny bits in it though. Mm-hmm. Um, Clifford we've talked about um, the main one, kids film related, mm-hmm. which I've seen many times now because Jamie got it in Blu-ray as well. Nice Paw Patrol movie. Paw Patrol. Have you seen Paw Patrol? I've seen the TV like the TV yeah. show's been on. I hate Paw Patrol. The, the TV mm-hmm. show so much I can't even begin to describe how much I don't like it it's so it's so cheap mm-hmm. so badly written it looks terrible the voice acting is awful it's a, such a obvious money making thing because they're like oh now they're superheroes yeah. now they've got dinosaurs you know it's like all that kind of shit are we all waiting for the twist here but the film's great <laughs> the film is absolutely fantastic it's really good storytelling really lovely characters they're the little sort of everyday heroes aren't they they're little they're little wee dogs and honestly there's a bit in it oh man uh, so there's a bit in it nearly oh, Joe, Joe's not, tearing up not that you'd mind the Paw Patrol movie being spoiled for you right but there's a bit of a rider the boy is in danger wait boy dog or just a boy no the boy he's the guy who's in charge of all the dogs He's got, a boy's right. in charge of these dogs yeah the boy yeah it's a, one boy and his dogs anyway okay. and so he's he's stuck in a building that's sort of half collapsed and Chase the main police dog who's mm. been suffering from essentially PTSD for the entire film, right? Mm. Um, has to, and, and his, his equipment's not working. He has to jump over this big car. When equipment, do we mean his like, machines or do we yeah, mean he's, his, he's, uh, yeah, he's, his penis? He's been, he's been fixed. <laughs> 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 but his zip line doesn't work, it's too windy and all that kind yeah. of stuff. And so and he's got to sort of, I don't know, build up his courage to do the big jump and save mm. his, you know, his, his, mas- his yeah. master, uh, rider, rider. Anyway, and uh, whenever when I've watched it with Jamie and every time it gets to that bit and he's kind of building up his and I can hear Jamie whispering think pop think think pop think it's oh, right, so that's I, cute even if I was cynical about the game about the film that would just destroy like you know my yeah. cynicism so and it's it's really I don't know it's a really good it's a good story good film and it's nice how the body in it is just silly it's not like a mm. I don't know, he's not like a mean guy that they've got to yeah. fight and all that. I, my big thing right now is I like films that have, for kids that have... Dogs. I like films where the characters solve problems without fighting. Yeah. Without resorting to violence. Yeah, and, boring and, films. And, no, boring no, no, no. There's a lot of really, they save people and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, anyway, no, it's a, 
I would if if you're a parent, you've got young kids, man. Just I would say any listening to this that you've got kids, Paw Patrol movie is actually really good. Mm. I avoid everything else Paw Patrol related because it's terrible, but the movie is <laughs> really good. Cool. Yeah. Should I we talk about some adult movies now? I will think about it. Adult movies? Triple X. Well, I'll, go, I'll quickly go through a few that I've seen yeah. and then we'll see what we've what yeah. all both seen. Uh, so one I know you've not seen, which mm. is a surprise because it's about the Beatles. Oh, Get Back. Get yeah, Back. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Six hours of watching the Beatles eat a lot of toast, <laughs> drink a lot of tea and smoke a lot of smoke cigarettes. Smoke a lot of hash. Um, <laughs> Actually, yeah, like, they I think they kind uh, of yeah. hint around things like that, but no, they yeah. seem to be. I mean, I think by the point they did that film, Paul was kind of at it, wasn't he? Mm, mostly, I think so. I think John's obviously the most yeah. kind of obvious one. Um, I mean, a lot of it's a lot of stuff's been said about. It. I think it is a fascinating, yeah, um, piece of filmmaking. Obviously, I think from a technical perspective, there's a lot of things you could say. Well, there's obviously bits where they've taken the sound from one thing and kind of, yeah. oh, they've they've got a, a kind of long shot and they're just kind of making out this is what they were talking about at the time. I've got something to say about that though, right? Mm-hmm. I've not seen it, but my brother, who's a big Beatles fan, yeah. so he's he was talking to Kim about, you know, so Kim's an editor, my wife's yeah. an editor, right? Um, and she was, she hadn't seen it, but she'd read, editors online were talking about how they were doing that. They were taking yeah. dialogue or voice from one bit and putting over another bit. And she was like, oh, that's, that's kind of, if that's kind of dodgy they're doing that you can't mm. you're not really meant to do that and, yeah. but then Stephen was saying well actually I thought it was quite obvious that that's what they were doing yeah it's, it, it so never it's not, it's not like, as if they're trying to get away with it yeah because uh, uh, you can see their, their mouths moving yeah. so it's not, it's not like oh they're trying to make you believe that's what they're talking yeah, about I think yeah, it's more about yeah, yeah. like and I think I read um, an interview Peter Jackson said like there was very rare times they did sound claps because yeah, yeah, like, yeah. They're, they're playing music so yeah. you don't want to be like oh he's, he's just going to sit and play mm. I'm Me Mind for the first time yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. and do a white balance yeah. so like I, I think it's more to do with like essentially creating a narrative mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. is what we need I mean because you can't just put six hours of just footage of uh, them just doing so you need to yeah. kind of connect things and it's not like they're made up conversations yeah, they are yeah um, there's one bit that's fascinating. Uh, like, have you heard about? There's a bit where essentially they had a microphone in like a coffee in like a plant pot or something mm. in a cat like in a calf or something. And so it's like John and Paul talking about because this is when George Harrison left the yeah, Beatles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's them just talking to each other and mm. kind of like very kind of like it's, it's kind of weird in a way because you're like, did they really know they were being uh, recorded? But obviously Paul McCartney's you know yeah, yeah. all signed off. Um, I mean, it is fascinating. I mean, a lot's been said about like it's amazing to see them be like, oh, I had a bit of an idea last night, yeah. and then suddenly. A song exists. Yeah, yeah. Um, Paul was the best for that. Like hey, well, George Harrison as well, I think. Well, no, they um, were, but Paul would. He would. He would. He actually. He thought that yesterday had. He was like, "There's no way I could possibly come up with this song." Like mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Paul McCartney always talks about how things come to him in dreams and all that. And let it be. He's famous for that. You know. Mm-hmm. He, but yeah, but it's, yeah. it's fascinating. I mean, I think what would be nice as well is to give it more context in terms of like, because it very much kind of shows what it. The, the timeline and mm-hmm. the building up to the the live concert, which was fascinating to watch because obviously from the the, the kind of um, would say just from a pop culture perspective, mm. all you think is oh they went up on the roof and played a couple songs, <laughs> yeah. but you know they played the songs multiple times, yeah, yeah. Um, and the police obviously got involved. Now, it's, like watching that whole section mm. um, is brilliant. Like yeah. and then the interviews of the folk on the street. Mm. Um, oh, what do you think about the Beatles and blah blah blah? And it's re- it was really interesting. I would definitely recommend. I mean, I'm a uh, I wouldn't say a huge Beatles fan. I enjoy the later stuff. Mm. So that's obviously appealed to me. Um, but I think it would have been good to maybe give a bit more context in mm. terms of like, right, the, the stuff they record here doesn't actually become an album until mm. after Abbey Road. Yeah, yeah. And even then, the original release was quite tampered with as well because yeah, yeah. um, Phil Spector did a lot of production. So yeah. I think it would be good to have had more, like, here's what happened next. Yeah. But I think maybe what they figure out is that if you're interested enough, you'd probably find out. Yeah. 
but very interesting. Um, Nobody, the Bob Odenkirk, oh, John yeah, Wick yeah. movie, which yeah. is the first film I saw in the cinema uh, last year. Mm. You know what? Daft, but I did enjoy yeah. it. Big daft. Un- unlike what you're saying about people solving problems with not without violence. Yeah. It's purely people solving problems with violence. Yeah. Um, Don't Look Up. What's oh, that? Yeah. Just came out on Netflix. Do you know, although yeah, the review's been very middling, yeah. see if they could have cut it down to a 90-minute movie, mm. I think it would have been quite good. I think there's whole bits of the movie that you could cut out with no impact to mm. the story. There's mm. like a whole, like, um, don't want to spoil it because it only came out, but yeah. like Kate Blanchett mm. is in it. Um, and there's whole bits with her character. I mean, mm. I, I love Kate Blanchett, great yeah. actress. But you see, when the film finished, I was like, you could cut out almost every section with Kate Blanchett in it. And yeah. that, the story would not be impacted yeah. at all. But it would have saved about 20 minutes mm. of screen time. And there's a lot of bits like that. I'm like, you could cut out whole bits of this and I would have enjoyed the film more. Mm. I, I quite enjoyed bits of it. Yeah. But, um, let's see. Ghostbusters Afterlife. Which I've still not seen. I really want to see, actually. I'm, kind of, about I'm leaning more towards thinking it was actually quite good fun. Well, this is... The, uh, but its problems are all based in having to constantly refer yeah. back to... Well, see, I've not seen it, but I've watched The Half in the Bag, right? Yeah. And from what they were saying, it sounds like what... I thought it looked like mm-hmm. where it looks like a unlike 2016 Ghostbusters it looks like it's an actual film right mm-hmm. there's an actual sort of wee story to it and an idea yeah. to it at least there's a core to it mm-hmm. but it's all sort of just ruined by a last 45 minutes which is just like fan service overload I, I wouldn't say as much as the last 45 minutes as, right, okay. but, like, but I, I think I think, they were, what, they, I think they were saying like everything after like there's a bit in a Walmart mm-hmm. everything after that is just there's bits I think there's a lot to enjoy about mm-hmm. it um, I just feel like where it goes off the rails a bit is where it's like the what to say like trying to hold up everything from and it, to be honest it is mostly the first movie like mm-hmm. there was actually people who thought the way it worked out it was like does it actually reference the second movie at, at all? all and Aye. apparently I uh, no Jason Reitman said oh it does because the toaster from the second movie it? so it's almost so I, it kind of ignores the second movie yeah. really happened to be careful honest. um and I think there's a lot of stuff I really enjoyed about it. It mm. does have problems, but I would feel like if they went on to make another one mm. and just have it be its own thing now, yeah, I'd be like, yeah. yeah, I think it would be pretty good. Yeah. And it kind of does set up kind of as I like, oh, there could be some more. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think the reverential tone it has for so much is what kind of ruined it. And there is a, there is a moment, there's stuff near the end of the film which I personally don't agree with. Is this the thingy coming in? Yeah, I don't... Yeah. I, there's just something about that that I'm just Aye. like, I, I just feel like... I yeah, hate, I hate I, all I, that. I feel. I, stuff, I mean, that. even when Aye. it. it I mean, and, and I don't want to spoil anything, but I, I think there's just things that I don't agree with. Yeah, me too. Me too. Stuff like that. Um, but I'd say yeah. overall, not a bad film. Mm. No, I went to watch. I went um, to see it. I went to see it. Although it does raise, there's one thing about it mm. um, that that it kind of like, and this isn't a spoiler because you know it's about Egon Spengler's family. Yeah. But based on the age of Egon Spengler's mm. daughter, mm. it means he had a family about the time of the first Ghostbusters movie and mm. based on like you know retrospectively now being yeah. and there's something kind of weird about that thinking like so the whole time he's doing all this stuff he's got a family that he seems to have abandoned yeah and it, there's something about the kind of character of that that I'm like alright uh. so instead of him doing this like scientist guy who's very concentrating his research it's like oh he's a negligent dad and it's yeah, like yeah. Oh, I don't know if I like that yeah. I mean again I'm not saying you have to like everything a character yeah. is but yeah. it's like yeah so like doing it it's that way like, you know it's a bit like it's a bit like um, well, I don't know. John McLean, 
I don't know, the way they kind of wrote John McClane in Die Hard mm. 4 yeah. to sort of try to keep the franchise going. Mm. It didn't really work with the previous yeah. John McClane's. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and apparently Jason Reitman, when he's drawn, when he's been asked about that, mm. he's not answering any questions because, mm. oh, that might be explored. And I, so mm. stuff like that kind of bothers me Aye. because I'm almost like, is it not something they'd really thought of? Or yeah. But anyway, stuff like that's kind of just... Yeah. Anyway, but uh, overall, not bad. Um, right, just try and blast through no, another No few. time to die. No time to die. Well, I was going to leave that because we've both seen it. Ah, so okay. gonna leave that Last night in Soho. Last night in Soho, yep. Yeah. Um, I so went to see that myself. I, had not, I, I knew nothing about it. I just mm-hmm. fancied going to the pictures and I saw I saw a poster for that when I was going to take Jamie and Emily to a film. Yeah. I was like, okay, Edgar Wright, new film. I'll go and see mm-hmm. it. And I really liked it. Loved it. Thought it was great. I, I did enjoy it yeah. by the end. I didn't... And I, I just hate films where there's a pointlessly mean character. Who's that? So in? like a flatmate or roommate to begin with, who's just uh, really kind of obnoxious. And there's part of me that's like, I just don't like. I don't know why. Uh, I was kind of watching him being like, uh, all right. Um, but I would say like, it reminded me a lot of you know those like Raul is it like Tales of the Unexpected. You know the like, Raul Dahl ones, uh, which are always like, there's always like just a twist. Uh, yeah. It felt a lot like a big budget version mm. of that. Uh, I'd say overall I enjoyed it. Yeah. I saw what was, I saw where the story was going. Um. I think it was very nicely done. I do like yeah. how Edgar Wright does um, concentrate a lot on practical effects yeah. in it. So there's a lot of really good yeah. work done in it to like show the two characters existing in the same space almost. Yeah. Um, I, I think overall I enjoyed it, although it's not one I'd be really bothered about watching again. Uh, I think I'd like to see it again, but I think what I like going into it is that I had no idea... What, what, what it was what, about. What, I, I had no yeah, idea... Yeah, and I think that's... I, yeah, think I had no idea what little, was happening. Which was yeah. quite, so... I thought, I don't know. I thought it was like a dream world and all that kind of. I thought it was yeah. just a, it was really well done, mm-hmm. sort of keeping you guessing like what's actually happening here. And then right at the end, you yeah. go, "Oh, right." So and then there is a sort of bit towards the end where it's just there's a bit too much chases. Uh, do you know what I was about to say? Aye. Yeah, there's. I was saying to us like they could have cut a good ten minutes of yeah. chasing out the film, but would have once it gets to the end, you're like, "All right, yeah. that's, that's good now." Again, I want to go to that pub they're in because it seems like the quietest pub in central I don't London. Know, huh? I like, like, when so, I went in. Oh, Go, go downstairs there's someone waiting it's like there's three folk in the whole uh, pub and you're like can I go there mind that time for a drink mind that time we were coming home after I think it was the was it the BAFTAs no the BAFTAs the, the, the BAFTAs the, no the Golden, Golden Joysticks and uh, no, I was like just got an ego toilet <laughs> and it's like oh you went to a rock middle of London I went to a rock pub and I was like squeezing through crowds of folk to get to a toilet yeah <laughs> middle of the night just to go to a rock shit <laughs> <laughs> Um uh, yeah, so uh, I think overall I enjoyed it. I like, um, like I like the cast and stuff. Mm. Although again, it's one of those weird films where like it shows off London, but it seems like London's only like two square miles, and you bump into the same folk every <laughs> two minutes. Um, but overall, I quite enjoyed yeah. it. The French Dispatch, oh, new Wes Anderson that. I movie, that one, yeah. Um, yeah, didn't I show in our it. local cinema at all. Yeah, I enjoyed it, but maybe one of the weaker Wes Anderson films, yeah. in my opinion. Uh, I think it's more of an anthology mm. kind of thing so it's lots of it's essentially the stories that go into this one edition of the magazine mm. um, and I think every one of them went on for about 10 minutes too long mm. apart from Owen Wilson's which lasted about 3 minutes mm. and I was like I could have watched a bit more of his and yeah. a bit less of some of the others but overall good like I mean I like I'll, I, I'm an easy mark for Wes Anderson yeah, but I did too. think it was a bit much um, let's see what else we got Matrix Resurrections which I've not seen I've not seen did enjoy it Bit of a weird one, mm. but I would. Like, I need, need, need to watch it. I would definitely recommend it. Um, Resident Evil: Welcome to Raccoon City. <laughs> I, I forgot it was the most boring fucking adaptation uh, of Resident Evil. There's only like five Resident Evil films this year, something like that. <laughs> um, Many Saints of Newark. 
Mm. Sopranos yeah, movie, yeah, yeah, which that. I would say on balance I didn't really enjoy. Mm. Um, as a big Sopranos fan, I thought bits of it were just weird. Mm. And they've kind of done that thing. I kind of like the Ghostbusters thing, kind of going back and aged a character up. Yeah. Um, so instead of a contemporary of Tony's, it's mm. now someone who seems to be at least at least 10 to 15 years older. Mm. For no real reason other than they're like, right, we want to have that character in yeah. it. But the person playing the character does the worst caricature of... Mm. Um, it's the person who plays Silvio Dante. Mm. And it's it's like, I'm doing it. It's yeah. terrible. It's like really off-putting. <laughs> it's like, I'm doing it. <laughs> it really is. Right, just a few more. Uh, like Candyman, the new Candyman, which I actually really enjoyed. Um, Green Knight which was a lot of people's favourite uh, film of the year yeah. which I didn't particularly care no. for so shame like on paper it's a lot of stuff I would enjoy yeah. but I found it very very boring um, and yeah let's just fuck, let's talk about um, fucking what? No Time to Die okay it's good <laughs> well it's the only like, film I like we saw it. in the cinema together yeah. I like, I, it's probably my film of the year yeah. despite the fact that I missed five minutes of it because I had to go for three count them three P's yeah. because you got me the biggest the biggest beer. Biggest beer. I that said, you could. Um, we went, so Joe was originally going to see it with his wife, yeah. Kim, and then she was like, no, nah, I can't be fucking bothered or something. No, what? No, it was, I think some your childcare, you couldn't, like, no could look after uh, the kids as early. Yeah. Um, so I ended up going with Joe. So we had a nice romantic trip to the Everyman Cinema <laughs> in Glasgow, a nice sofa. Yeah. Um, we sat down, the guy came over to check our tickets, and the first thing Joe said was, Are you doing beer yet? Is there enough? <laughs> and this was a. 10 o'clock in the morning and the guy was like no it's 10 o'clock in the morning uh, so um, as soon as it was like time for a boot I'd been out for a pee and I thought oh, I'll get you a beer uh, and like, was like I'm, I'm not very good at picking beer anyway and uh, was it beer amaretti or something you was got like, a big bottle of Peroni but it was huge it was yeah like it big, was like uh, two pints or something uh, like that so yeah Joe peed and we were like right at the end of an aisle like uh, boxed in so it was funny Joe missed quite a lot of the movie I think you missed like was it the best quit I missed it, I know, the movie uh, the yeah, quit uh, um and I missed some exposition because yeah. I, I got a much smaller drink but still peed as yeah. often as you do because I've yeah. got a tiny bladder. Um, I think I, I, I'm not a massive fan of James Bond films. I don't mm. mind them. Mm. And I probably have seen them all in yeah. various stages. Like, because ITV used to fucking show yeah. them like all the time. Still um, but I would say like I, I enjoyed Casino Royale because mm. I liked how pared down it oh, was. Casino Royale was great. And I would say this is the second best of the Daniel Craig ones. I think mm, okay. he seemed the most invested in the first one yeah. because I think he's kind of said he didn't know what he was doing mm. so he was just like going all in for it yeah. and I feel like now it was his last one mm. I feel like again he was more invested in it Yeah. so I feel like it is way too long Yeah. way too long mm. but I did enjoy it like I think overall I think it told quite a satisfying yeah. story it tied up pretty much every loose end I think yeah yeah Hideo um, Kojima's going to get his lawyers knocking their doors <laughs> like, oh yeah it's why yeah it's Fox die. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's weird yeah. how like, how much of Hideo yeah. Kojima's like how prescient right. Hideo Kojima seems. I, I, I don't think he's even the presence. I think Hideo Kojima's just very good at thinking of something obvious that yeah. no one else has thought of before. Yeah, but I think like that's like quite a mm. like I don't know a very impressive thing about the way he thinks. Yeah, I think yeah. he thinks in very simple terms about yeah. things. Yeah, and then finds a really interesting way to relate them. Mm. I mean, Death Stranding will come true. <laughs> Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, no, I, I enjoyed. It. The only thing I let it down was the villain, which who wasn't as good as. Yeah, I think like I, th- I it think it was all right. But the, thing, I, I, the more I think about it, the more I think it was a there was a film about James Bond. Yeah, the, the, the villain was definitely. So the villain was just like, like you, you, could, you just have to have a body who's there just to get the plot moving, right? Yeah, 
I still think the best Bond villain they've had Le Chiffre and he was in the first fucking movie uh, yeah, yeah. just because it was, again his, his motivation was I just need money <laughs> I just need yeah, I just like money to restore my position with yeah, these people who are going to fucking kill me terrorist sort of funding broker or whatever yeah, yeah it just, a it's good, a very simple aye, idea yeah. even when they introduced Blofeld again and I was like well, what's his actual fucking motivation except for just being a baddie <laughs> yeah, you know, know what I mean and I feel like that's Le Chivre you're like I yeah. understand that you just you know what see them, they might have, I know folk don't like Conor Solace and they get confused a bit and all that but I quite like the, the villains in that it was, I felt like that was quite a realistic thing for a sort of evil organisation to do is yeah like control of resource yeah, they, I, through, you, know, you build a dam, you control a natural resource, you change the government, and then you hold the new government to ram, ransom over giant... You know, it's like, yeah. that's a money-making scheme for... Yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely way more, yeah. very almost believable. And it's sort of disguised as environmentalism and all that, which is quite yeah. timely. And everything, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's time for you now to say your bit. Yeah, so yeah. we asked in 2021 um, about the best films, games, albums, or anything else you enjoyed last mm. year. All Out of Time said quiet year but Ghostbusters Afterlife was a pleasant treat that really warmed the heart mm. Mm. Yeah, I need to see it I need to see it mm-hmm. James Quigley didn't watch read <laughs> didn't watch read play or listen to much that actually came out in 2021 but absolutely loved The Mitchells versus The Machines yeah. which you've recommended already yeah, so that's really too, enjoyed it recommend that, that. Um, uh, when I watched it before Christmas made me laugh out loud several times I'd recommend it I really enjoyed it uh, Craigus Arcane has to be one of the best TV series from last year. I think that's the League of Legends thing that was made for. Oh Netflix. yeah, I, a pal, lot of people my, have talked. Yeah, my pal Darren asked me if yeah. I'd seen it. Because like, I've not, because I've not played the game, Legends, but I don't think you need to play the game. Yeah. Um, game wise, I got quite obsessed with Graveyard Keeper towards the end of the year, but also replayed God of War and Red Dead Redemption Two, both still masterpieces. I think mm. I played. So this year I played God of War. Yeah, it was. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. James Quigley also added, um, currently watching Only Murders in the Building, and it's surprisingly good so far. What is that? Only yeah. Murders in the Building. It's the thing with uh, Steve oh, Martin. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed it. It's uh, Steve Martin and what's his face? Uh, and don't tell me. His name is... Martin Short. Martin oh. Short and Selena Gomez. Yeah, so it's like two old guys. Like, Who are we going to hire to be the third? Should we hire yeah. Helen Mirren? Should we hire uh, Glenn Close? Let's get Selena Gomez. That'll be. I think it's really, think it's really good. Yeah, no, no, no. But I really know, enjoy I mean, it's it. Like it's just funny the way you watch these touch, shows. Touch the Bruce's there. <laughs> when you watch these shows and um, there's just there's lots of swearing in it, mm. and it always surprises me whenever Aye. a character just says like "fuck" in a yeah. comedy. I don't know one. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed watching that this yeah. year. Um, last year, uh, Nicholas Boyd Isaacson says, "Reckon the only 2021 games I've played are Wordle, Joe's uh, uh, yeah. game of the year, yeah. and Disco Elysium, <laughs> uh, and started both around December 30th." Don't tell anyone, but I've probably had more fun with the former so far. Huh. Wordle's good, don't, uh, don't, good. don't, don't worry. Um, also enjoyed reading Clara in the Sun, which I need to have a wee read at actually mm. as well. Uh, Minari was a nice film, heard it was very good. Uh, and The Wide Wide River was one hell of an album. Don't know who that's by, Never. but I shall check it out. Another highlight was The Return of Bitsocket. Oh, yeah. oh. And then it's going away again. <laughs> so of course, I kept Bitsocket into myself throughout the break. <laughs> yeah, well, You've got know. to keep doing it, otherwise it gets rusty. I know. Yeah. Uh, Jack McGregor. Otherwise uh, fall off. <laughs> goes green <laughs> thanks to the mostly indoor year we've had I finally had a chance to get back, right back into GRPGs finally beaten Xenoblade Octopath Dragon Quest and Persona 4 and now I'm knee deep in Tales of Arise that's some year Fucking of games hell, all very good games assuming it's the newest Dragon just, Quest just remember, just remember to have a shower now and again that's <laughs> <laughs> um, it's been a great year um, I mean, yeah, I mean, the last two years have been pretty... I mean, I've put 120 odd hours into Persona 5, so, mm. yeah. Uh, Craig Murray, Games, Disco Elysium, Metroid Dread, Guardians of the Galaxy. A lot of folk talking big about the Guardians of the Galaxy game. Which is Maybe I'll try it eventually if it goes free on <laughs> Xbox Game Pass. Um, films, all I've watched is Sonic and No Time to Die. 
Um, <laughs> the good films. Uh, I had a second child. I guess that's been enjoyable. Well, Does that count? Yeah, congratulations. Obviously counts. And it says, oh, and getting married was enjoyable too. So Sonic, oh, yeah. talking about the Sonic movie was higher up than getting well married. Well remembered, eh? Uh, very good. Um, but I think then they added, um, Craig added, this isn't the sort of thing that makes good content in a gaming podcast, to which I would say, I think we're only about 12% games at the moment. Yeah. Congratulations though. Congratulations. For, for the marriage and the children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Michael, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy was a great surprise. Metroid was amazing, but finally getting into Hades after its disc release over the last week, and it's an actual game of the generation contender. Never tried a roguelike before, but it's got its claws in and I can't stop playing. Yep, Hades, really good fun. I've heard it's good, but that, that phrase, roguelike, just puts me right off. Not only that, but also, it's one of those games that, when I see pictures of it, mm-hmm. I can tell that whoever did the art for it was just feeling a little bit you know, they're like a loaded gun, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? mean it had that, had that sort of aspect. You mean one one rub, rumbly bus journey away from just messing the trousers? Exactly. Yeah, I maybe. feel like that had that sort of vibe to it. I'm like, you know, j- just get Joe, out of your system this is, you. Joe, Joe just can't say the word horny. <laughs> <laughs> um... No, I mean, no. It's like, it's all that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just uh, winked at me. Uh, um, as for films, hardly saw anything uh, recently, but the Suicide Squad was funny. Yeah, quite enjoyed the new Suicide Squad mm. film. Um, oh, fuck. Zack Snyder's... Oh. We didn't talk about that, did we? Oh, fuck. Right, well, well let's get through this one. <laughs> um, uh, was funny. Uh, so, Suicide Squad was funny, bloody nonsense, as was Halloween Kills. Highly ridiculous, but entertaining, gore-fest, uh, old-fashioned B-movie trash. Also rewatched the entirety of Avatar The Last Airbender. Good, good cartoon. Enjoyed that. Still holds up. Made me feel someone needs to make a proper big budget RPG set in that universe. Um, I'd be quite happy for it just to stay as it is. I think it's now getting a live action thing on Netflix. So another one. Uh, and last one, McLernan. Love Metroid Dread and Bowser's Fury. Was always in, uh, here's one that Joe completely forgot to fucking talk about. Right. Was always a Skyward Sword defender, but no, the remake I, I, made I, I, me appreciate I, I, it too. I mentioned that earlier. I don't think you mentioned it. No, we, we talked about it when we were walking to get your role. But oh, I think we mentioned it. Well, so right, I so Skyward that. Sword. Aye. Well, I don't Did really. Did you really review ca- it? Yeah. Oh, fuck. I don't really. <laughs> I, said, watch I, our videos I don't again. really count that as a. I don't know. I suppose it is tough. It's hard, to, it's it's hard because it's one. like, aye, it's not like it's a re. It's the same game, but same game, but on Switch. On you, it's a port. Right? Yeah. yeah, it's a good you port. You've included Yakuza Five though, but uh, Yakuza Seven, which came out on PS Five, but actually came out in twenty twenty. Ah, okay, aye, okay. Scarlet Souls better than Yakuza Seven. Say that. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, come on, come uh, on. Is that as controversial as Joe's? Balan Wonderland might be the best game no, it's not, uh, I don't <laughs> think it is I just think it's the one that somehow I've ended up playing the most I don't know I don't think it is it just is <laughs> um, you really want to end the podcast on no I just Zack I, Snyder's Justice League I just thought it was alright it's fucking it, it is what it is wait I'm, I'm, I'm not I, I, I don't like superhero films and I thought it was alright so there we go this from the man who talked about how much he loved Paw Patrol is that not a superhero film no they're everyday heroes <laughs> <laughs> They're real heroes, Scott. Yeah, okay. Well, you know what I watched recently? Backdraft. Great film. <laughs> Never seen it before. Fantastic. Really good. Good. Totally into my 90s, sort of. Yeah, I've been oh. going through a bit of that. It's just, I don't know, it's something about that era. Just, I, I watch it, I'm like, man, they don't make films like this it's, anymore. It's because we've now, we're now hitting, we're, getting, we're approaching our mid 30s. Yeah. We're now regressing to the films that dads would have watched. Yeah, in the well, it's more just like, it's economy of writing as well. It's like, you, you, they're so good at getting like proper. Just plot and characters just, across in like five minutes. You get to a certain age, right? You just want to watch a film where Harrison Ford's the president. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. I love their force or one. Or Harrison Ford is an FBI agent. <laughs> or Harrison Ford is involved in some way. <laughs> yeah. 
so there's, there's three types of film right? <laughs> yes, yeah, Harrison yeah. Ford is the president Harrison Ford Harrison Ford works for, for the president, president yeah. or Harrison Ford is some kind of fugitive from the law yeah some sort of misunderstanding some, <laughs> some kind of misunderstanding yeah um, yeah. yeah or he's involved with a witness yeah, yeah, yeah. witness that's good a good film, film. yeah good film fuck me <laughs> yeah apparently apparently there are, I don't know if this is true or not apparently there is a version of witness that has an orchestra soundtrack really? like, rather than the mm-hmm. sort of because you know it was all done in like Casio keyboard or yeah. so it's like you watch it and you're like oh, fuck <laughs> it sounds like one of the educational programs in the mm-hmm. mid 90s you know but it's got a kind of charm to it see I love all that shit I, I love know, it when too, like, yeah, yeah. I, was, I watched Carlito's Way for the first time yeah. so that's like a Brian De Palma movie made in the 90s mm. but what's weird about it is it's set in like the 70s mm. but you see it, I, I had to keep reminding myself it was set in the 70s because yeah. I was watching it being like this could have been like just uh, set in the 90s and I wouldn't have known. Also watched Heat recently as well, so I really enjoyed oh, it. Oh, hi, good film. That's a really good film. Anyway, sorry, we're just talking. Talking just talking stuff enjoyed. Uh, so hopefully the next bits of your podcast will be a return to... Form. No matter, it's, just a, <laughs> it's just a nice no, podcast. That's a round up. That's a wee round up. A round up. Right. Um, we'll do a video which we'll actually have... Well, I've got a review of Bloodstone coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll I'm do something I'll for also, I'm going to make... I'm literally after we finish recording this I'm going to make Scott play the two player in Ballet and Wonderworld and he's going to tell me if I'm an idiot or not for liking this game our new feature is Joe an idiot <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll probably put together a 2021 video will we? we? I don't know I don't know I think we've kind of covered it all yeah. I, I genuinely can't think mm. of what my list would be in order now because mm. most of the games I've played this year have been not from this year yeah. or last year I've been playing Dreamcast games. I've been heavily into my N64 again. Do you know what we should do? I've been playing a lot of Sonic Say, with Jamie. We'll make a, we'll do a title, mm. get game or bit Sonic's game of 2021, right? Yeah. And then have a big like have the thumbnail be yeah. like something really yeah. ooh and a big question mark. Then just instead of making a new video, just put your Balan Wonderland vi- review again, <laughs> just <laughs> a different title. Yeah. And then let's just see what happens. Uh, yeah. Can you do that on YouTube? Probably. No, we Probably actually there's ones that we get a video taken off for being misleading. Did we? I forget what it was now. Oh god, it's because we. You know, was actually no. It's your fucking. Remember, we did a New Year's special a few years ago, mm-hmm. and you had a thing Skyrim two, and I put the wee Skyrim oh, yeah. two sketch up separately as well. Oh, yeah. Saying Skyrim two, and it, there was a complaint about it. Really? And, and YouTube said this is misleading. <laughs> so, yeah. Wait, I don't know if the video's still live or not, but YouTube Wait, definitely there's a there's a note on our account saying this is a misleading title. That is wild, considering yeah. what. Absolute fucking nonsense you can see on YouTube. I know exactly. Now, exactly. Everything yeah, and yeah. the one thing they had issue with was yeah. I remember. Oh yeah, was it not like yeah? It was a Skyrim Two Special Edition. They and it just came with some bits. <laughs> <laughs> the knife was poking out yeah, yeah. the bottom of a plastic bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a really good joke. Actually, that was good. <laughs> that was a really good joke he said of his own. Joke. I know. He'd forgotten yeah. about. <laughs> I know. Well, thanks for listening. We will also be doing a bonus podcast. Um, yeah, yeah, answering your questions if you're a Patreon. Yep, so if you want to join the Patreon, you can. It'd be nice if you did. Yeah. But don't feel obliged. Don't feel obliged so. again. That's, yeah, this is mm-hmm. just a hobby for us now. Just a hobby. It'll help me pay for my copy of Elden Ring. Of course, uh, yeah. Well, right, actually, there's a good question. What are we looking forward to this year? Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> as uh, as well, if Breath of the Wild comes out this year, too, so I think it probably will. Yeah, I'm, ho- I'm hoping Breath it does. Um, the new Xenoblade game, there's lots of talk about it coming out hopefully mm. this year. Grand Theft 7. Uh, Elden Ring apart from that, that I can't think of anything really uh, I'm quite like the new Horizon Zero Dawn game's coming out uh, uh, but I'm not going to pay £70 for it uh, so um, what else Sonic Frontiers 
<laughs> I will be getting it. So yeah, you'll be getting it. Um, I don't know, but I think the the problem is I don't necessarily <laughs> keep up to date with stuff as much. Uh, so sometimes like stuff will be coming out that I'm not. I'm like, oh shit, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll end the podcast in this. It's right, like okay. a sort of a re. That's a callback to dip, uh, not diplomatic, uh, man of the people from last yeah. night uh, on Reddit on the Final Fantasy 15 Reddit. Somebody asked, "Are there any other games that have Final Fantasy 15 sort of realist, real, you know, realistic setting with magic?" Because uh, I'm really into the world of this. I'd like to play another game like it, and I just commented, <laughs> "Sonic the Hedgehog 2006." <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Keep, Keep it, it talking. talking.